Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Hey everyone, good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by... Yes, definitely welcome, and I am John Clark. John Clark. Uncle John, as we like Uncle to call John, it. Uncle John, yep. <laughs> We're glad to be with you this morning. We've got a very great show lined up for you. I will just say, though, for parents listening, this first hour is going to be a little sensitive in nature. It's very important information we need to discuss uh, and share stories of, but it is something that, you know, if you do have little ears in, this is probably not the best subject matter for them to listen to. So you could do a couple things, either have them go out of the room for the next hour or just catch it on the podcast, which should be up later today. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But uh, John, how are you doing? Doing great. Loving life. Loving life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like we're getting a little rain here at the Fargo studio. That's good. It, yes. it snowed yesterday, so I'm glad to see it's raining instead. <laughs> and the sun comes out and everything greens up. Yeah, exactly. So it is great to be with you again this morning. And before we jump into our first guest, we do want to begin in a prayer because, you know, it's just so important to to place our hearts in the heart of Jesus and Mary and to pray for their protection and some of the stuff we're going to be talking about this morning. It's, it's spiritual warfare. It's a battle. And we really need the protection of our Lord. So let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, I praise and thank you for all you have given me. Please cover me with the protective, precious blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, and increase your Holy Spirit in me with his gifts of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, hunger for prayer, and discernment to help me know your will and surrender to it more completely. Father, please heal my negative emotions and any wounds in my heart and spirit. Send the sword of your Holy Spirit to sever and break all spells, curses, hexes, voodoo, and all negative genetic, intergenerational, and addictive material, past, present, or to come, known or unknown, against me, my relationships and family, finances, possessions, and ministry. Father, I forgive and ask forgiveness for my sins and failings, and ask that my whole person, body and mind, heart and will, soul and spirit, memories and emotions, attitudes and values, be cleansed, renewed, and protected by the most precious blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through the name, power, blood, and authority of Jesus Christ, I bind and break the power and effect in and around me of any and all evil spirits who are trying to harm me in any way. I command these spirits and their companion spirits in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit to leave me peacefully and quietly. Jesus, I thank you for healing the effects of these spirits in and around me. Dear Holy Spirit, please fill any void in me with your overflowing great love. All this, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, by the guidance of your Holy Spirit, the Immaculate Heart of Mary, spouse of the Holy Spirit, please pray for me and with me. Amen. Amen. And then with Father, the Son, Son and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. I don't know, John. This just gives me chills every time we pray it. It's such a powerful prayer. And what, what a wonderful way to, to start out uh, an hour like this. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that it talks about in here, which is, which is why I especially wanted to pray it this morning, other than the fact that I love it um, and pray it each day, is that it talks about breaking the spells, 
curses, hexes, voodoo, and, and all addictive material, past, present, or to come. And one of the things we're going to be talking about this morning, and as I mentioned, it is a, sub- a sensitive subject, is pornography. And it is something that is really affecting many, many men and women. You know, we see statistics of 80, 80 to 85% of men and 34% of women uh, are, are struggling with some form of, of pornography usage, maybe even addiction. And uh, it's something that is really, a, it's an attack. You know, we, we know the final battle, right, is going to come over marriage and the family. This is what Sister Lucia said. And uh, I, I, we can see how that is played out through, through pornography. And so one of our guests here this morning to talk a little bit about the impacts of pornography, especially in marriages, is Hope Ray. And Hope is a licensed professional counselor helping women who've experienced betrayal of infidelity and complex partner trauma. For the past decade, Hope has helped women identify their needs, recenter in the midst of broken trust, and rise to a healing trajectory after the devastation of their partner's secret sex life. Hope focuses on helping those who have had the rug pulled out from underneath them find radiance, res, radiant resilience even after betrayal. And so again, uh, if you do have young ears listening, uh, we are going to dive into some sensitive contact content. So it may not be the time here for the next hour to have them present. But I do want to encourage you, you know, whether you're listening now or able to listen later, just, just please tune into this information. Um, whether you're experiencing betrayal or you know somebody who is, this is some, some really good things we're going to talk about. So Hope, good morning. Thanks for being with us. Good morning, Hope. Good morning. Hi, Brandon. Hi, John. Thanks for having me with you today. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, as we were talking about, this is a sensitive topic, but it's a really important one that we need to talk about. And before we dive into more of the, the content and the betrayal aspect, maybe you should just uh, tell us a little bit about what inspired you to begin this ministry? It's, it's kind of a, a particular ministry that, that you're involved in and work with. Yeah. <clears throat> well, as you mentioned, I'm a licensed professional counselor. And as I was going through my journey and embarking on the track of becoming a licensed therapist, I also experienced my own uh, betrayal in my marriage, my first marriage. And so while I was going through that, I felt really hungry to find resources. I was gobbling up books and and just trying to learn more about the betrayal trauma that I was experiencing. And uh, this was a a long time ago, and there wasn't as many resources back then. So one of the things that I found myself doing was kind of cataloging all the things I was doing on my journey that was working, things that weren't working. I started to really kind of uh, develop my own method (laughs) To get myself through. And um, so, you know, uh, as I as I became a licensed therapist, then I started to specialize. I got, you know, several different certifications regarding sex addiction or uh, working with partners specifically. And, uh, and now here I am about 10 years later and, and uh, working mostly with women who have experienced some sort of betrayal by infidelity. So you uh, will work with individuals, or do you work with couples as well? Yeah. Currently, the way my practice is set up, I do intensives. And there are three-day intensives for couples, uh, particularly focusing on disclosure of the secrets. And then I do two-day intensives with individual partners, where they are really looking to jumpstart their healing from complex partner trauma. And so we really dive into the, the strategies they need to overcome triggers, to really 
find themselves moving from that stuck place after all the betrayal they've been through. Hope, we've mentioned a couple of things this morning already that I think maybe we could offer definitions for. We've talked about complex partner trauma and betrayal trauma. Can you just explain a little bit about what each of those are? Sure. Betrayal trauma is kind of the general word that uh, is used to describe the painful aftermath of going through a trauma with somebody that you're closely related to, dependent on, or reliant on. And it was developed by Gen- Dr. Jennifer Freed. Uh, several years ago and has kind of gone through various evolutions as uh, the field of psychology has begun to embrace that it is indeed trauma to be in a marriage or an intimate relationship where there's a sexual secret life. And so uh, betrayal trauma is kind of the general word we use to say this is a partner who didn't realize or didn't know that there were these sexual secrets going on within her marriage or her relationship. Then, uh, and it doesn't just apply to women. Uh, so the pronoun I often use is, is her or women, because a lot of times uh, those are the couples that I'm working with, where the woman has been betrayed and her husband or, or her partner, her boyfriend, might be the one using pornography or uh, struggling with some sort of problematic sexual behavior. Complex partner trauma is the model that I developed and launched uh, back in 2014. And this was just a way for me to help add some clarity for partners to really identify what they're going through in this cascading, uh, layered traumatic experience. You mentioned clarity, and I I found that that seems to be uh, really important because there's emotional trauma. And and when you can break it down to say exactly, you know, this is what you're experiencing, and you can actually define it, that, that must be really helpful for your client. I think so. You're right about that. Because what, what happens is uh, it, it's such a whirlwind when, when the rug gets pulled out from under you like that. There's a real collapse of reality because the partner, even if she may have experienced some red flags in her relationship, she uh, is still quite blindsided by the depth of whatever she has discovered or been told about regarding her partner's behavior. And so uh, that collapse of reality really causes a disturbance within, within us as partners where we just we don't know who to trust. If, if the very person who signed up to help, uh, you know, be a safe, loving person uh, in our life has been betraying us in secret or in private, it really causes us to doubt that uh, anyone is safe. And it also causes us, you know, to feel thrown for a loop when it comes to trusting ourselves. Because if by chance we didn't know this was going on, which is a very common scenario, then we start to wonder what's wrong with us that we can't detect these things. And it makes us feel like we might not be able to keep ourselves safe in the future either. Maybe you could talk a little bit about some of the impacts that you see as you work with wives about, you know, when they... When they either discover that their husband has had a pornography addiction, a secret pornography addiction or or secret sex life. And uh, also then to, you know, maybe they um, have known about it for a while, but, but just don't see any progress being made. I'm sure you see both sides of that. Yeah, for sure. There is a lot of impact. And uh, in my complex partner trauma model, I, I talk about the five zones of impact. Because there's cognitive impacts for us as partners. Um, There's, you know, just the way that we're thinking. Because at the end of the day, 
with all these um, these violations that we're learning about, sometimes they kind of trickle out and slowly unfold in a in a uh, trickle disclosure, we call it. It really causes the mind to to just feel a tremendous amount of unsafety. We also experience something called hypervigilance, where we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop, looking around every corner, wondering what could be there. A lot of women will find themselves uh, spending a lot of time trying to dig into internet histories, phone bills, different things to see if there's more information. And the reason that they're taking that upon themselves is because their partner in most of these cases has been concealing the truth. And so they can't rely on their partner to give them the information they desperately need to know if they're safe. So they go hunting for it. And this can become such a miserable process. It's really understandable that partners uh, move into this hypervigilance stage, but the way that it impacts the system is that it keeps us uh, anxiously operating um, in, in a survival mode, in a kind of a fight or flight or even tend and befriend type of mode where psychologically we are not at rest. There's other impacts, too. There's physical impacts, uh, someone's sleep or potentially any medical issues that can arise uh, especially if there's been physical infidelity. And there, now we're talking about the potential for STIs and things like that. Um, eating habits change. Sometimes, uh, you know, our routines get really out of whack because we're very disoriented with what's going on as we're learning about the story that unfold, that's unfolding. There's emotional impacts. There's sexual impacts. And then ultimately there's the existential piece of all this, which is the spiritual aspect of impact. God, why didn't I see this coming? God, where are you in all of this? And so those types of questions, those existential wonderings, really are the crux of of pain because a partner's feeling abandoned from really all different um, areas in life, sometimes even by God. Yeah, you you mentioned uh, with God, but also with uh, just trust in general. Uh, I would imagine that when the person that you love and trust uh, turns out to be um, having different issues, then uh, you lose trust in that. You can lose trust in God. You can lose trust in the people around you, for that matter. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so true that uh, the reality collapse is a result of... It's not just that there was all these sexual violations, whether it was pornography use or connecting with old girlfriends or... Um, physical infidelity, whatever types of of violations were experienced, those would be painful enough to heal from. But it's actually enswathed in this layer of secrecy. In most cases, the person acting out in this way is, you know, too shame, ashamed to tell their partner. They're worried about their partner's reaction. They're worried about hurting their partner. And in some cases, maybe they just, you know, feel entitled to act out. The idea is they keep these things secret, which causes the partner to continue building a relationship as if things are normal. And when she learns about the secrets, that sometimes is is often the most painful aspect of it. Like I said, it would be hard enough to heal just from learning about all these sexual violations and this breach of the contract in the relationship. But on top of that, the secrets, that form of manipulation of someone's reality becomes sometimes the harder part to heal from. If you're just tuning in, this is Real Presence Live, and we're visiting with Hope Ray of Hope Ray Therapy, and we're talking about infidelity when it comes to 
sexual addiction, pornography, different things like that, and how it's impacting the spouses. We do have to head to a quick break, but when we return, we're going to dive more into this as well as some of the resources. If you happen to be struggling with this in your marriage or you know somebody who is struggling, there are plenty of things out there that can help. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about those on the other side of the break as well. Stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Have you ever wondered if your family's past struggles have affected you personally? I'm Father Chris Alar. You and your ancestors are all part of the body of Christ, so you should desire healing for them for the consequence of their past sins. Evidence suggests that these consequences can even be passed down through generations. Well, God does not hold you personally responsible for the sins of your ancestors. He does allow the effect of their deeds to reverberate from one generation to the next. The sins or sanctity of your family members may impact you. So learn how to break free from any sinful bonds in your life. There is hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Presence Live. We thank you for staying with us over the break. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark. Joined by John Clark. John Clark. And we're having a wonderful discussion this morning with Hope Ray. She is a licensed professional counselor helping women who've experienced the betrayal of infidelity and complex partner trauma. And we've been diving into that. I do want to say if you, you're new to this segment, you're just tuning in, this is a sensitive topic. So it's probably a good time for you to either turn off the radio and listen to the podcast later, which I highly encourage, or take the little ones out of the room It's a subject that might not be suitable for our younger audience, although we do need to talk about it. And it's something that I think, Hope, welcome back, uh, maybe you can add add to this. It's something that I think uh, more couples struggle with than we we would know. Yeah, I think so too, Brandon. Uh, You know, I'm privy to the numbers when it comes to the people calling me 100% of the time they're dealing with this. So, of course, I know it's it's quite an issue. 
But if we were to, you know, take a survey that we could absolutely trust, let's say we went into a church and we asked everyone there um, to respond, yes or no, has pornography affected your marriage or your significant relationship your, uh, with, with your significant other? Uh, I think we'd have somewhere in the 80 to 90 percent um, response rate of, yes, there's been some form of, of impact from it. And, um, and even if somebody has used pornography prior to their intimate relationship or their marriage, uh, the impact can still be there, right? So I think, I think uh, beyond pornography, there's obviously extensions of, of the behavior that can, can uh, evolve into other things. But when we're just talking about pornography particularly, I think it is a very widespread issue. And, and that has to do with how technology is really advancing. It's so anonymous, it's so available, it's so accessible, uh, it's it's affordable too, right? Because it's free. Yeah, exactly. And, and since you brought that up, I just want to mention that Hope is going to be part of a pastor and leader educational roundtable that Covenant Eyes is hosting. I'll actually be hosting that on Wednesday with Hope, and we'll dive more into the impacts of technology and, and how that, as Hope was just touching on here, how that has led to extensions of problematic sexual behavior. And so if it's something that you would like to tune into, it's it's definitely free. It's on Wednesday, April 28th at 1 p.m. Central Time. You can go to our Real Presence Radio Facebook page, and we've shared a link to that on that page. You can sign up to learn more. I highly encourage it. This is fantastic content that we offer free to uh, pastors, church leaders, or anybody who really wants to know more about these things, because often we don't talk about them a lot, and there's a lot of people out there who are struggling. So again, if you want to head to our Real Presence Radio Facebook page, and you can see um, the first post on the page with Hope, and there's a link to learn more about the upcoming Pastors Roundtable. You know, Hope, one of the things that I was thinking about as well is um, I've seen some folks in my life, especially women, who have just become calloused to the pornography use, to the betrayal in their marriage. Um, and maybe somebody out there listening is, is, is having their, their eyes opened to some of these things and, and might be thinking that they might be struggling with some of these things if they listen to the, the zones of impact and stuff. Can you speak a little bit to the callousness and, and working through that to understand that it is okay to to hurt, to experience the emotions of betrayal, because that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, Brandon, when you say callousness, are you talking about the they're, they're so uh, in so much pain that at some point there becomes a numbing effect where they, they just want to feel better? Or are you talking about callousness in the sense that there are a lot of people who, who don't feel pornography is such a big issue or that it, it doesn't relate to them in any way? I think it's a both and. Um, I, I've seen that. Uh, I've seen both cases in my work at Covenant Eyes, where uh, you know they just kind of, well, that's that's the way it is. Um, and then there's other ones who are, you know, they're they're in deep hurt, but they have no idea what to do about it. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk about both. You know, part of my complex partner trauma model involves a concept called the continuum of perceived threat. And so if you want a visual, just envision a ruler where on one end there's, you know, one inch and on the other end there's 12 inches. And so if you think about on the low end of that ruler, uh, a lot of times there are experiences or 
um, situations that before betrayal, a partner wouldn't feel so hypervigilant to or wouldn't feel so triggered by. Uh, for instance, let's say a beautiful woman walks by or maybe she is um, wearing an outfit that's quite revealing. Um, before betrayal, a woman may or may not react to that uh, if she's walking down the street next to that woman and she's holding hands with her partner. But after betrayal, these types of events can really rise on, on the ruler, meaning really uh, t- uh, the heat turns up several notches and these things that used to be benign or typical become very triggering. And so I call that the continuum of perceived threat. And this is really a reasonable response. It has to do with the trauma. It has to do with the hypervigilance that is created uh, where a partner isn't sure she's safe. She's not sure if visual triggers or intrusive thoughts are happening for her partner. And while she wants to be able to understand and know as much about that, it's really hard because she can't read his mind, right? So she can't fully trust for a while to know that, that he's in, in a solid place. And so the other thing that you mentioned, Brandon, is that, you know, there there can be so much pain from this that at times uh, partners, particularly women, can feel like they just want to be over it and they want to try and turn their brain back on to trust again and to feel normal. And while this makes sense, because it is indeed one of the most painful journeys really to experience as a wife, the, the truth is that it ends up um, being counterproductive to try and numb the emotions here, and it keeps you stuck. And so this is part of the work I do with partners is helping them be able to ride those waves of trauma, to know that there's a natural process to go through here. But I want to give them tools and strategies to help, especially in those deeply triggering moments. You uh, talk on your website a little bit about how the uh, you know the trauma actually transfers to your um, or the 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 spouse's whole approach to things. So, for example, um, one of the examples that you gave was that um, if there is a lady that's going into a bank and there's a gentleman that's going to hold the door for her just because it's a polite thing to do and wait for her, why that would normally be considered uh, a very polite thing to do. Um, there, there can arise a suspicion that maybe this gentleman's doing this just to watch me walk through the door and, and there's some other other motive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes right back to that generalized anger or the, the continuum of perceived threat where um, when we feel unsafe and our whole world's been turned upside down by the safest person we knew, now uh, strangers in particular can be ultra-threatening, right? Because we aren't sure what anyone's motives are anymore. And so after this kind of betrayal, something that used to feel like a nice courtesy can feel uh, like something that is being perceived as uh, malicious or not well intended. Well, we only have a a few minutes left here, but I do want to take a moment to to speak directly to the listeners. If if there's a wife out there listening who is experiencing betrayal in her marriage, uh, especially in terms of infidelity, whether it's pornography or or some other form of uh, sexual betrayal, what would you say to them as they're sitting listening this morning? Mm, you know, I was picturing the women that, that may be driving or sitting and listening. I know that there are some out there that are feeling a deep pain in their heart. Maybe there's tears welling in their eyes right now. And that's why I'm here today. I, I wanted to come and be able to talk about how there is healing available. Uh, and it's it's not that you have to do all these special things, but you do need someone to help guide you, who's several steps ahead of you, who understands this stuff, can help you conceptualize what you're going through. 
so you don't have to spin your wheels or rev your engine for longer than you need to. And so I just have so much compassion. I want to say to any woman who's hurting here, uh, there is healing. Whether or not your marriage or your relationship will work out, that depends on whether both people are going to do the work necessary. But when it comes to you and your ability to heal from betrayal, it is built within you by God, and it is possible. Hope we just have about a minute left. Can you just share with us uh, some of the things on your website that, that women might be able to check out? Sure. Uh, if you go to hopewraytherapy.com, you can find my YouTube page where there's some videos. Um, there is going to be a lot more content coming soon, so I would just tune in if you're on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, Hope Ray Therapy is the handle, and it's a great place to find updates and stay uh, in the know for all the new resources coming out. Excellent. Hope, thanks so much for being on with this morning again. She's going to be our guest on the Pastors Roundtable that we're hosting at Covenant Eyes on Wednesday. We have that post on our Real Presence Radio Facebook page. It's Wednesday at 1 o'clock, and the, the topic is Beyond Pornography, Extensions of Problematic Sexual Behavior. Touching on some of the things that we spoke about this morning, but then we are going to dive into a few other things as well. And so I encourage you to check that out and sign up if you want to learn more and uh, be a part of that. It's something that we offer free at Covenant Eyes because we know the importance of talking about topics like this. And, uh, and so we, we hope you can be a part of that. All right. Well, it's time to head to our next break of the morning. When we continue or when we return, we'll continue talking a little bit about uh, betrayal. And in this case, we're going to have a personal story of someone who uh, has worked through addiction to pornography. He'll talk about some of the impacts that it's had on him, uh, his family, and um, offer a word of hope as well, uh, that there is a way to find healing and uh, it comes through Christ, it comes through brothers, and we'll share that story on the other side of this break. Stay with us. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 